So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, here to keep you running. So make sure that you are following us at Run Pain Free on Instagram and at Run Pain Free underscore Academy at Instagram. Make sure you put those hashtags in and write out Run Pain Free in Facebook, and you will find everything for us there. And make sure you are subscribed to RunPainFreePodcast.com. Subscribe and follow so we can keep you going and keep you running, doing what you love, active and healthy, and as mobile as possible for as long as you want. So this is a special one today. This comes from one of our team members who specifically asked, as a dad running with the stroller with his kids, what are things to watch for? What's the best way to do it? And so this is a special one for one of our Run Pain Free team members. This one's for you. So I love this, first of all. It is a great idea. Uh, This is something that people actually worry about. If it's a good idea, it's a great idea. First of all, the bigger your kids are in those strollers, that's more weight that you're pushing. It's 2.2 pounds of pressure per step when you're running. So talk about a resisted run that you have in front of you. Obviously, if you have infants and all that stuff or younger kids, you know, obviously the weight differs you know what I mean but it's a great great way to get out there especially if you don't have a nanny or you don't have a babysitter and you want to get on get your run getting yourself a running stroller is essential it is a great way to do it here are some things to look for I'm not going to tell you which brands to go at I think you need to do research for what's best what's you know a good quality and the how it's built and all that stuff that i think you need to do it for wherever you are in the world i think you need to research those and what's available to you what the biggest thing is is to make sure that you can actually open your stride that is the biggest aspect for me when it comes to jogging strollers or running strollers you need to make sure that your gait and your stride is not inhibited at all it is highway to injury if you are shortening your stride on your own, let alone shortening your stride and then actually pushing weight. That is a huge way to get injured. Hamstrings are the muscular representation for hip dysfunction. And the one thing that's not going to like not being extended is your hamstring. So when the hamstring is not being able to fully extend out in front, so we can grab the road and push off behind you using your glutes, that's going to cause severe hip issues, lumbar, spine issues, sacrum issues, and hamstring issues, let alone knee, IT band, ankle, all that stuff. That's all gonna be easy peasy stuff to deal with, but the big problems are gonna come from the structure. So your, your sacrum, your, your low spine, your lumbar spine, your psoas muscle, which is on your psoas, I'm sorry, on your lumbar and sacrum and attaching inside your femur. So then your femurs get involved, your hips are involved. These are things that really need to make sure that they are able to function properly. Movement patterns need to function properly. If you are not able to extend your hamstring because the stroller is not allowing that, then that's not a good stroller for you. You really need to watch the dynamic of the stroller. So I would, 
I hope wherever you can go, you can test the stroller out somewhere. I would think they have some type of situation set up where you could test drive it or have a refund policy or whatever the case is, because you must, must, must be able to extend your hamstring, extend your leg and not inhibit your gait at all. I have runners who slow down to run with their peers who are slower than them and they create their own injury. It happens all the time, especially after somebody's been corrected and now their gait is gazelling, they're open, they're flying, they're efficient, they feel great. And then all of a sudden I start to hear these little things that shouldn't be happening at all. And lo and behold, they're slowing down to run with a, a different person, a person who has a different pace than theirs that's technically slower. Running at a slower pace than your pace is tripping up your chain, the chain reaction of sorts and how muscles are firing properly and the timing chain, if you will. Like a car has a timing chain, so does your body. So that has a higher injury rate than if you were to go too fast you're very rarely gonna get injured going faster and trying to keep up with somebody as opposed to going slower. Going faster, you're gonna get winded, you'll get taxed, you may get a cramp, you may overextend, sure. But injuries really occur by shortening your stride when you have reached correction and full potential of stride. So that's the biggest thing for you when it comes to the shoulders. I think the shoulders are an amazing thing. I have so many moms that use them. I love to see a dad out there cooking it. I just love it. Sometimes, however, people will run to the side of the stroller. So they have one hand on the stroller and they're running to the side of it. If that's the case, I'm going to assume you're doing that because you can't open up your stride. There goes my first problem with the strollers. It has to be able to let you open up your stride. The second thing is if you are going to the side for something, some other reason or whatever, you have to understand that the hand that is touching that stroller, you now have a lopsided weight and a lopsided force that you are resisting on one side. One side isn't doing that at all, the other side is. So now you're literally running by basically holding a weight in one hand, a heavy weight in one hand, and nothing in the other. So your shoulder on that side, so say you're holding your left hand on the stroller and you're running, you're running with to the, to the side of it, but your left hand is on it. That left shoulder is directly connected to your right hip biomechanically. And then the right hip connects down to the right knee. So the IT band pattern is from the left shoulder across the T-spine, down by the lumbar, crossing the entire glute, covering that, that right glute, covering that right hip, going down the outside of the right leg and inserting into below the knee. That's the IT band pattern. That's your biomechanical pattern. So now you're loading it from the shoulder. So that shoulder is gonna trigger your right hip to not run properly. What becomes even more of an issue is that that right that left shoulder has weight on it, where the right hip does not have weight on it. So it's transferring that resisted velocity to the right hip that's actually super free and is really leading the run. So you can dictate a limp run by doing that. So, oh, well, Jessica, fine, I'll split it up. I'll do a couple minutes to the left, I'll do a couple of minutes to the right. Nope because you are in a mo motion, you're on the fly. Not the same thing as doing 10 wood choppers to the left and then 10 wood choppers to the right. Not the same thing. Do not miss, don't, don't cross the wires when it comes to 
running and doing something on the run in the sport mechanically on the fly that is not to be compared with honestly anything to be honest with you maybe saying okay i'm going to go for a swim and i'm only going to hold a weight in one hand and i'm going to just use that hand weight in the one hand and i'm not going to use anything on the other side that could be as close to it as possible because you're on the fly, you're resisting water the whole time. That could kind of be very comparable to it, but still not, not, nothing is going to really match that action of running for miles, touching on one side of it, and then completely moving over the other side. Your body moves right to left. So if anything is locked up at any point, it's going to cause a hip issue on the other side. Something that you would understand this more as because a lot of runners can't stand treadmills. If you understand why you don't like a treadmill, then you also understand why holding on to a treadmill is terrible. This would be quite comparable to holding on to a treadmill with one hand. That's, the, that's as close to it. So if that would make sense to you, then and you know how bad that is, you, you would have an understanding of how dysfunctional it is to run to the side of a stroller. That would cause a lot of issues. Now, biomechanics is right to left and muscle is same side. So I just talked about biomechanically how that would be a, a problem because it's transferring resistance to a hip that's free and cooking, right? And proprioceptors are real. So it measures your energy around you, like space around you. How far, how far is that wheel to the left of your foot that's running next to this thing while your right foot is like, I have nothing problem, no problems over here, I'm cooking. So naturally your right leg is gonna be really open in the front, really behind you, it's cooking, it's cooking. And so you start to lead with that right leg and the left leg is being very cautious because it's right next to a structure and it knows it. So your left leg starts to kind of hang out a little bit, works on, it's very being very careful, being very cautious. There's like eyes on your foot, there's eyes on your knee. It's watching that thing to the left of you. It's making sure you're not veering into it and all that good stuff. While you thinking this run is amazing, that's going on. Okay, so now you're creating a limp run. That's what I meant before. You're going to dictate a limp run. Okay, however, that's biomechanically, hap biomechanically happening, right? And then you got your proprioceptors happening, right? Right. Now you have a strength problem. That's muscle is same side. So we got the transfer going down from left to right because you're on the left side of it. So left shoulder, right hip, right leg. Then you got the left side. The left leg has got these energy sensors on and it's like oh my god the structure's right next to me i gotta be careful and then at the same time your left side muscles are all firing on a bazillion because they're literally pushing a kid in a stroller so these are all the things happening so dysfunctionally you can't match that even if you go to the other side it's not going to be balanced because how your body moves right to left matters and nothing compares to running because all engines have to be on at all times otherwise you are running in dysfunction so the moment one hand touches something and stops moving you're losing runner torque you're losing tricep function you're losing chest function you're restricting your lumbar you're restricting your t-spine you're restricting your hips and you're restricting restricting mechanics of your knee and your ankle the minute you touch just touch just touching so there's no way you're gonna just go on over the other side and that's gonna be better. No, you're just gonna do the same thing to the other side. And both sides have to work at all times. That's why there is nothing that matches a long distance running athletic ability. There is nothing that matches that. There is no more 
of a sport that every single thing has to be on the whole time or you're jacked. Nothing is like that. Nothing matches running like that. There's a real reason why back in 2010 and 2011, back surgeons in the UK were prescribing running to their back patients in lieu of surgery because nothing generates blood flow to the spine like running. There's science behind that. There's medical journals and human trials and studies behind that. There's real reasons for that. It's because the whole body has to work. The reason why running is so beneficial to the human body, it's because everything has to work. It's also why running can really wind up feeling a lot of pain because everything has to work, yeah? So if something is off, nothing's working. But it's not the run, it's your body. Your body is the problem. The run tells you it because everything has to work for your body to run. So if you can't run, it's because you can't run. Running didn't do it, you got the problem. Running's like, oh, we ain't for you. This is not, this sport is not for you right now. You need to fix all of this mess because running needs all of that to work. And we can't do this if you're not working. That's what it is. But that's why running is so beneficial for the body. It's a huge human detector for any problems you have. I have found so many things deeply within people from not only injuries and like brewing injuries that I'll find, but I have found organ problems. I have found blood problems. You know, I have found so many issues on people because running just exposes everything, processing. Everything has to be processing. Your heart has to be pumping properly. Your pulmonary has to be dancing properly with your cardiovascular system. Your kidneys have to work properly. All of that is happening while you're out there thinking, running is just a nice thing to do. There's a ton of stuff going on. So when you are restricting one side while you're running that has weight, you're asking for a problem. So definitely do not do that. <laughs> Long, big part, because that really annoys me. Whenever I, I see it a lot, I see it a lot of people running to the side of it. So I wanted to really dig into that that deep because there's a lot of stuff that goes on when you're running. And for you, you probably think this is great. I have the freedom to run, I can open up my legs and all this stuff, but in actuality, it's not the happening. And if you're somebody listening to this who actually ran like that or runs like that with their kids and you have a torn hip labrum, that's why. It's because of how you're running with the stroller. It's got nothing to do with anything else. It's got to, it got to do with you how you're running with the stroller. There's nothing more conditioned than daily human behavior. There's just nothing, no sport will match that. No workout will match that. And so running long distance is hours of running. You're running for hours, you're running for miles. It's an endurance sport. So that's second to daily human behavior. So if you're running all crooked and jacked up with velocity on one side that's open and free with weight on one side that's not, you're gonna be really jacked up in daily life all the time. That's why when a runner gets hurt, their whole life sucks. Not the same for a baseball player, basketball player, uh, a golf player, not the same. Cause it's just when they're in that sport, it's not gonna transfer over to regular, regular life because running long distance is basic human behavior. It's just basic human function. So that's why you really have to pay attention to how you're running because whatever problems you have mechanically, whatever problems you have a pattern wise movement pattern that's how the body moves human body moves by patterns it's a chain reaction of sorts right to left top to bottom that's just the, it's patterns there's patterns all over the place however your body is moving is going to show up on the run 
The run is gonna tell you what's wrong. It is your job to find out what that is and address it and fix it. That's your job. And so if you're running like this lopsided, you need to change your stroller so you can run behind it properly and open up your run and also and make sure that you're not holding on for dear life. That's the same thing. So you need to, as a runner, you need to be able to use your arms. And so this is the, the third point and how this could be an issue. If you're holding on to the stroller behind, it is very similar. That's dead on about running on a treadmill, holding on, which is absolutely terrible. You need your upper body to, to you need your upper body to, to work. You need it to run torque. So what I suggest people do is to keep tapping the stroller. Keep tapping the stroller out a little bit so that you can actually use your upper body and so you're kind of just tapping it, grabbing it, tapping it as you're going because you're still moving your upper body, your arms. So you don't want to hold on to it for dear life. It should be right there where your fingers can touch it, but you should just kind of be like tapping it, run, 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 tap it, run, 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 run. You know, th that's how you want to get more rhythmic with it. Obviously, you never want to lose grip of it or get it in too far in front of you because your kids are in it. Obviously, that's not the safe thing to do, but you don't want to be holding on to it either. So definitely be running in a place where it's a park or it's a, you know, a, a, not, not much a lot of no actual traffic going on. Like that's not a good idea. Make sure it's in a park, someplace like that where there's no cars and everything like that. That's the best way to do it, safest way to do it. If you are running around a place where there's cars, you need to hold on to the, to the carriage, the, the, the stroller. You can't do that without doing that. I'm saying it, it's best. These are best practices is what I'm trying to explain to you on this podcast. It's best practices. And this is to be in a park where there's no traffic and moving vehicles and stuff like that. And you should push it a little bit so it's right in front of you where you can still grab it and hand, hand off, touch it, hand off, touch it, hand off, touch it, hand off, touch it, so that you're able to use your upper body and your runner torque. If that's confusing, reach out to me. If you don't understand what I'm saying, reach out to me. But it, I'm sure if you just don't think about it too much and go out there and do what I'm saying, you'll do exactly what I'm saying and you'll be fine. Don't overthink it. Your body knows what I'm saying. So take this podcast with you out there and go do it and you'll, you'll be good to go. Obviously, use common sense if it's cobblestone or it's a jacked up road grab onto the stroller don't let it go out in front of you obviously use it at, with proper discretion and know when you should or shouldn't be touching it and hold, making sure it's okay obviously let me just put that out there the disclaimer but you want to be able to use your upper body at, as much as possible you do not want to lock up your upper body a lot of the times that people who run on treadmills run on treadmills and hold on they have both high hamstring strains and they have torn hip labrums women get hamstring strains men tear hip labrums specifically for those who run on treadmills and hold on that's a case study i've studied it for a long time so that's that's something to be to be aware of and watch your mechanics but definitely stay behind the stroller it is actually much worse to stand to the sides of it for all the reasons I listed. But you need to stand behind the stroller and play with it a little bit. Don't hold on to it for dear life, but don't let it go too far away from you either. You should always be able to grab it. Your hands should be right there, right underneath it, right behind it, which I see people doing all the time, running, and then they grab and touch it. They leave it alone. They run, run, you know. So it's just something you play with. I hope that makes sense. I'm going on and on about it because I want to make sure it makes sense as best I possibly can. 
but it's an exceptional tool. I think it's phenomenal for people to not say, oh, I can't go because I have kids and they're out there cooking and their kids love it. They get, they get speed. They feel like they're on a roller coaster. It's fun. The kids really, I've always seen kids absolutely enjoying it, loving it. I've even seen people with like little stools and the kid stands on the stool to the side of it. There's some really jazzy running strollers out here. Here in New York City, I've seen these crazy things. I don't know if they have them everywhere else in the world, but here in New York City, I've seen a whole bunch of different kinds and the kids absolutely love it. Sometimes I've even seen it with the dog right next to them and the dog's leash is on the stroller as well. So the kids have the dog protection. Every time that the person doesn't touch it, the dog is on it. So the, the, the stroller is always protected and the, the dog is running and the kids love it and the person and the, the person the mom or the dad is out there cooking and not being like pissed off because they can't get their running you know and they're frustrated because they can't get their running that's totally gone out the window with this best practices make sure that you can open up your stride and make sure you're not holding on for dear life find and try out different models because you just need to make sure that you can actually extend your leg and get a proper form in and you're fine, you're good to go. So I hope that this little gem, this little special podcast helps you and especially helps our team member who asked for it. And any questions, please reach out to us. Please ask us questions, DM us, and share this. There's tons of moms and dads out there who don't even know that they could do this or maybe they think it's a bad idea, and it's actually not. You just have to do it in a great functional way and you'll be, you'll be perfect and your kids will absolutely enjoy it. So. Make sure you share it. Follow us at Run Pain Free at Run Pain Free underscore Academy, both on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Once again, thank you everyone for listening and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Run Pain Free podcast brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on 